Hello and welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. Tom Brady finally did it, ladies and gentlemen, after years of accomplishments. Uh, he has tied Robert Ori for the same amount of rings. So, <laughs> congratulations, Tom. You've made it to the top. Her. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would assume you've gotten us? your Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. I am Mitchell Kaminsky. Alongside me, Marshall Mathaluso. <laughs> Sorry to bury the lead there. Um, yeah, no, I, I just right. had to do my uh, mandatory obligated uh, media praising at Tom Brady because yes, he yes. single-handedly he is the won only the Super per- Bowl. Yeah, he was the and, only player on the uh, field. That's what I saw, at least. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, you would think so the way they're talking about it. He was playing defense. He's catching the passes. <laughs> um, I don't, with all due respect, I mean, in all honesty here, I mean, Tom Brady did play great. I think he, he cemented himself as the greatest quarterback in football history. The fact he just went to Tampa Bay and uh, – you know, did with without a hitch, continues to uh, dominate, uh, winning a Super Bowl there. And I think the scary thing is too, like this team really didn't have their shit figured out halfway through the year. It's true. Like that game against the Bears, they're forgetting what down it was. They said <laughs> we, uh, Antonio Brown's not gonna fit with this culture, and then they brought him in anyway. And Bruce, there, it's a lot of bumbling going on in Tampa. Yeah, Tom, they found a way to they found a way to do it. So congratulations. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady because it really was an impressive accomplishment and he played he played a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. I was I was gonna talk about that too. It was uh you, you know because uh after that game to be first of all the game itself a little disappointing. Not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna be a shootout. You know whoever gets the ball last wins. Uh, so that was you know I was all right. Uh, but you know going back to like why the Buccaneers won that game. I mean defensive line was phenomenal. The Broncos in 2015-16 had 40 QB pressures, which was previously the most since 2006, and the the Bucks had 44 that game. The funny thing was too, they didn't even blitz that much. No, they just they barely yeah. but they just played cover two. And the only way you break a cover two, not to get into like too deep in technical football terms, is like you have to start running the ball. So they'll start bringing a safety down, and then you can get a single high safety. Yeah. The Chiefs like kind of didn't even try to establish yeah, it any was... sort of a run game. They just let him tee off on Patrick Mahomes. Todd Bowles, yeah, that man deserves a lot of credit. I was yeah. I always liked Tom Bull, Todd Bowles with the Jets. Uh, his defense played really well. I thought he did an excellent job. Yeah. Deserves a ton of credit uh, in that game. Yeah, I I feel like he's going to be another Wade, Phil, uh, Wade Phillips-esque. Uh... Oh, hold up. Motherfucker. Ran out of batteries. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. What a shit show. Aha! Aha! Hopefully this works. Oh, there we go. All right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, where were we? Uh, Wade Phillips. Oh, yeah. I was talking about Wade Phillips. Because, you know, Todd Bowles, when he was, I believe it was the Jets, right? Yes. He was head coach. Not, uh... Not, I, I was not a fan. I don't think he should try that one again, but he is a top tier. He was better than defensive. Adam Gase, though. That is Adam true. Gase they were like, what, good. like 10 and 6, I think? Yeah. I think, yeah. They, or, well, they were six. His last year there, they were 6 and 10, but that was with Josh McCown, his quarterback. Yeah, and I think they had some some good years previously. For, yeah. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, no, they, they did a really good job. And I'll tell you what, I one thing that I was super disappointed with was the Chiefs secondary and their overall defensive scheme. I thought they did a phenomenal job keeping Josh Allen in check. Uh, I thought they did a really good job. I mean, obviously, their corners like slightly above average. Couple, I mean, uh, Rashad Breland, he's all right. Uh, they got a couple. Tyron Matthews, 
a name. He's a very good leader, but you know, technically speaking, I don't know if he's one of the best safeties out there. Uh, but I thought they just did a really good job scheming up for cornerbacks, throwing them off their game, and they did. They got rattled early, and they they had a they had a horrible they had a horrible game. They had a horrible game. Yeah. Bit, look, refs, blah blah blah. There was a lot of those that were deserved. So I was gonna yeah. yeah. That's the next thing I was gonna see. There's a lot of complaining about the officiating. Oh, Tom Brady gets all the calls. Actually, yeah, we'll dive into this, too. You really want to go down the rabbit hole. Uh, there was oh, yeah. Patrick last week on the podcast was saying that if Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl, he'll entertain the fact that there's a conspiracy and the refs are biased towards Tom Brady. Really? Yada, Who yada, said yada. that? Patrick. Oh. And I think that's yeah. ridiculous because they suspi- they suspended him four games for Deflategate. Like, the Patriots fans are literally like, oh, the NFL hates Tom Brady. Now everyone wants to be like, oh, the NFL's on Tom Brady's side. It's like, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think he gets a lot of, like, in-game calls. I don't think uh, necessarily. I mean, I mean, it's it's undeniable that, like, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that aren't. Josh, Josh Allen's not getting those calls. Well, yeah, you know? when you're an established star, yeah, exactly. you have that respect, though. and it's like, that's that's fine. James uh, Harden, yeah, LeBron James, they're getting calls that other people don't. Like, yeah, right? no, like, it's and it's just, it is what it is. Um, so I think you can make that argument. Uh, I just think, like, I don't know, there was just a couple calls, and I think what more had the effect on this game was that the Chiefs had some, like, pretty obvious penalties early on, and then there was a couple, like, more suspect, more, like, 50-50 calls. I mean, there was one in the end zone where there was a defensive pass interference. I believe it was on Tyron Matthew, and it was the ball was not even remotely catchable. I mean, it hit, hit the back wall outside the end zone. Uh, there was the one where the guy fell down, and, like, it looked like he tripped him, but it was... It, I don't that, think he was trying to trip him, but I think, like, in the process of him slipping, he tripped up the other guys. And yeah, which call. shouldn't have been a penalty. Should, you don't call that. If your feet get tangled up or something like it that, it looked like that. a penalty. For yeah, it looks like a, it, it looks like a penalty. motion. You can see, but he still did trip him up. It was just coincidental contact. Yeah, so you shouldn't have called it. But it looked like a penalty, and because of the Chiefs of earlier penalties, they they're just throwing the flags at that point because the Chiefs had made it so obvious early on that they were doing a little bit of holding. And it was interesting too. Um, it was the receiver for the Raiders, and he tweeted during the game like the Chiefs been holding all year. Where are these calls back then? So, you know, maybe you want to read into that. I don't think it's too, I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to suggest. Um, they just kind of got exposed on it in uh, in this game. But yeah, no, I thought the the defensive the defensive scheme for Kansas City was overall just not that great. Um, and one thing that was really interesting was that Tom Brady, his uh, air yards per pass was like 8.4 during the regular season, which was second in the NFL. Mm. And in that game, it was five point something, which would have, if it was in the regular season, it would have been dead last. Which I thought was really interesting. Uh, well, that's yeah. actually, out of all the Super Bowls I've seen him play, this is one of the more impressive ones, because one, he didn't turn the ball over, which yeah. he, he rarely does anyway, but he didn't turn it over, and a three-touchdown pass, and he took what the defense gave him. Yeah. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans were almost non-factors this entire game. Yeah. Like, they, I, I, didn't, I don't think, Chris Godwin had the one play out of bounds where he made the nice catch, but he was out of bounds, so it didn't count. Oh, and yeah. other than that, like, it really wasn't a whole lot. I mean, besides two. getting DPIs, it was the Gronk show, and then that scumbag Antonio Brown caught a couple. He caught the yeah, touchdown. There's, like, hey, I'll tell you, what, if there's a worse person to get a Super Bowl ring. It's got to be Antonio Brown. Tyreek Hill's oh, up there. Oh, that Tyreek Bill. Yeah, that was yeah. It was funny too watching that game because like he, Marshall was with his girlfriend who's from Kansas City, so they're yeah. rooting for the Chiefs. 
Uh, I was telling people to bet on the Buccaneers, and I picked them last week. So for my credibility's sake, I was going for the Buccaneers, and we're both like making fun of the other. We're like, oh, you got Tyreek Hill on your team, and then five minutes later, Antonio Brown catches the first. I was like, yeah, good. <laughs> I know. Like, Wait hey, anything for the bank account, right? If, as long as they <laughs> yeah. run those four fours. Uh, yeah, no, and then and then of course they pan over to the uh, woman referee. And yeah. Say, oh, look at <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah. End racism. Refer- yeah, they ended yeah. racism. They broke the glass ceiling, and Antonio Brown still has a job. So the NFL all is right in the world. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but, yeah, no. And it was, like, it was crazy. I mean, but, yeah, going back to the Tom Brady thing, I mean, obviously, like, you can look at – there's a lot of different things that went right for the Buccaneers. There, I, I think that's one underrated thing about them that, like, Tom Brady gets all the credit for was, like, when they signed Tom Brady, they said, hmm, this is not Jameis Winston – we probably need to be a lot better at blocking up front. Tr- Tristan Wirfs. I mean, if you look at PFF grades uh, over the last, I don't know, I think it was since 2006 since I started, uh, they do like offensive grades. Uh, the, in the Super Bowls, the best ever, there's, there's two guys tied for first, Nick Foles for the Eagles yeah. and Julio Jones in that game against the Patriots. Uh, and then third, and then second place was someone, and third was Tristan Wirfs, their rookie. There you go. Like, he was... It was really good. And their off- offensive line, like, they invested a lot in that to make it a lot better. That I mean, Tom true. Brady, I think he got sacked, like, once early on. But then after that, when he was throwing the ball quick, getting it out of his hands, and the and the offensive line was blocking really well. I mean, you saw it, too. Leonard Fournette had, like, like 80 yards, I believe. That was the genius of Tom Brady's move. And that's not taking it. Like, listen, he earned it in New England. Like, he, he should have left. Mm-hmm. He spent his time there. And Boston fans can't be mad, which is interesting, too, because Boston had the third-highest-ranked market, like, in the United States, like, yeah. watching it. Yeah. It was Kansas City, Tampa, and then Boston was right up there. Uh, but, so this is the genius of Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. Because the narrative is, like, Tampa hasn't been to the playoffs in, what, like, over 12 years. Yeah. It's like a bottom-feeder franchise. They had a losing record the year before. So he's like, oh, I'm going to go to Tampa and turn things around. But you had two established receivers. Yeah. You get your buddy Gronk to go down there. So you got a pretty good tight end there. And they had, they the, had they some had, defensive pieces. And they had OJ Howard. Yep. Who just got injured yep. this year. They had some they had some good defensive pieces. Yeah. You had Bruce Arians who's gonna let him do whatever he wants. And then you get you're adding you invest a ton in the offensive line. Yeah. And you have Bruce uh, um they added uh Antonio Brown. Antonio, yeah, then yeah. He, he gets to add Antonio Brown. So that's like that is a phenomenal roster. Like, yeah. that's a great roster you had there. But the narrative is like, oh, he just went to Tampa, and they won games. Yeah, and on top Tampa's of that, too, never made, never made the playoffs. And all of a sudden, Tom Brady Florida is very loose on their COVID restrictions. <laughs> so during the offseason, everyone's quarantining, and Tom Brady's out in a park with all of his receivers, breaking every rule in the book, and they're getting extra <laughs> practice in. So he was taking yeah. liberty. Yeah. No, it, yeah, no, it's totally right. And it's like, you know, I think... Because I think it was uh, the Bucks and the Chargers were the two teams to make like a really, uh, really hard sell. Uh, and like, I mean, the Buccaneers won like seven games with Jameis Winston throwing like thirty interceptions. So like, as long as they get a guy who doesn't throw interceptions yeah. and who's also named Tom Brady, like they were gonna do something. But yeah, I mean, their, their defense got so hot. Like, at the mm-hmm. right time, too. Like they White were playing. was phenomenal. Yeah. He was all over all three games. Like, yeah. there was a, he made a plan. I'm pretty sure he had an interception in this game. But, like, yeah. his last two, two, three rounds especially. Yeah. Great game. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, what more can you do, right? Yeah. I mean, he had nothing really going for him in this game. Well, real quick, before, 
I'm glad you mentioned the offensive line for the Bucks too. What if you watch his third touchdown or the the touchdown pass he throws to Rob Gronkowski? So it was his second touchdown pass. Tom like Brady's second one? touchdown yeah, pass yeah. of the game, and it's a great job by Tom Brady because you can see him if you watch him. He's like going through his read. He goes. Everyone's like, "Oh, great job, Tom Brady! You went through three reads and then he found Gronk," which is true. The pocket he had, he didn't have was, to move. It was so clean. No one touched him. And the fact that he was able to get through all those reads without being flustered because yeah. he's sitting back there like scanning, 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 and no one even comes close to him. Yeah. It was like, I was watching that this morning. No one we were going to talk. I was like, oh, wow. That was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why. Uh, and it, it's super nice, too, because, like, I mean, the, when he goes to the Buccaneers, they already have weapons. Uh, I mean, Fournette was a pickup who, like, I mean, he wasn't, like, a world beater or anything, but he was good enough on their offensive line that they could pick him up in the offseason for, like, however many million dollars, and then he can get the job done, along with Ronald Jones Jr. You already got a defense, add a couple pieces there, re-sign Shaq Barrett. Like, they had it all... They had it all ready to go. They just drafted some O-line guys, got Tom Brady, boom, the, Super Bowl champs. The scary thing is, too, I think they're going to be better next year. And, like, Tom Brady alluded to this. Like, there was a lot of growing pains this season. Yeah. That, that yeah. team's just going to get better. Yeah. So... Eesh, yeah, we'll good see. for them. It's uh, I will say it's going to be interesting going forward for Kansas City. Uh, it's going to be very interesting seeing. Uh, I I, th- I mean, they're they're the odds to win the next year. Yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere defensively. That that's and that's the big. That is honestly the main reason I picked Tampa in this one was because like depth wise, like the, I thought the Chief or the Buccaneers could hang with them offensively, but the defense was just so much better. They got so yeah. many more pieces where you know time. Tyron Matthews good, and then Jones is good. Yeah, Chris other, Jones. Yeah, other than that, it's... Back, I mean, they got, like, Sorensen, who's, he's like, okay. he's like, some plays. Speaking of Tyron Matthews, what'd you think of that whole chirping thing where Tom Brady is yelling at Tyron Matthews like Tyron Matthews couldn't kick his ass if he wanted to? Yeah, like, that was interesting. I thought it was, like, really funny, actually, um, because apparently he was saying, like, um, like, I'm going after you. And then Tom sure enough... Yeah, Tom Brady said to Tyron Matthew, like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, t- I'm gonna target you all game. I'm gonna target you all game, boss. And then he gets the DPI in the end zone, and then Antonio Brown cooks him on the goal line yeah. uh, to score that touchdown. And it's <laughs> like, dang, he, like, said, yeah. he literally was like, I'm going after you. And then they get like probably 80 yards off him in a tutty. Well, that's good because like Tyron Matthew had a tweet that said like he called, or I, he he tweeted something about it, like oh, I had nothing to respect for him, and then he called me a name that I'm not gonna repeat. And I just thought it was disrespectful. And then he deleted it. And then he said he alluded to something along those lines. He didn't want to get too deep into it in yeah. his press conference. But my initial thought when I heard that, I'm like, uh-oh. Tom Brady called him the hard R. Yeah, yeah. This is not good. Yeah, no, I Tom, thought it was no. the, Miles, the Miles Garrett thing all <laughs> yeah. over again. I was like, he called him the name, uh-oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he did. And to Tom Brady's credit, he apologized to him after yeah. the game. Apparently, he called him. But uh, it would be interesting. I don't Strange. know if he would have done it if he... Um, didn't uh Odd if they didn't win the game because he didn't even shake Nick Foles' hands after they lost. Tom Brady's a very sore loser. Yeah, he is. This is under this is underrated. And he didn't even shake Nick Foles' hands this year. He snubbed Nick Foles twice. Yeah. So I, I'm willing to bet that if the Bucks won that game, he's not calling Tyron Matthew. Or so the Chiefs. Or that the Chiefs, yeah. yeah. The Chiefs the won that game, he's not calling him. But yeah. I'm glad he did, you know, make things right. Yeah, that was a horrible that was a horrible thing to do though, by Tyron Matthew. It's like Piss him off, yeah. Yeah, it's like, give him more bullets and more material. This is one of those things where it's like, um, I think it was, I can't remember the last example, but I think it was Tom Brady on the Pats, where they're like, they had this like underdog mentality for no reason. It's like, no like no one thinks you're like that bad. Like, sorry you're underdogs against the defending Super Bowl champs on the, champs on the money line, but like, 
no one's saying like, oh, this team stinks and they're going to get blown out by the Chiefs. I mean, a lot of people pick the Chiefs, but they're like, oh, you know, the haters, blah, blah, blah. And then you get, and then you go into the game and the Chiefs are trying to talk a bunch of smack with you. And then it gives the Bucks more material to like, feel like they're like disrespected or whatever. It's like, you're not going to rattle Tom Brady. Yeah. The only way to rattle him is just he's by beating him on much. the field and then he gets, uh, you know, he cries. That's the only way you can do it. You can't, like, mid-game, like, there's nothing you can say, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you, did you guys, did, did they watch the Falcons Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, the man went down 28-3 and he still came back and won. He didn't even get rattled. It's like, what are you, what are you guys trying to do? Speaking of, this is another taunting sort of thing. This one actually warmed my heart. Antonio Winfield oh, Jr. Yes. threw the little peace sign at Tyreek Hill. And this is after Tyreek Hill has shown him up. He already showed him up once this year. He backflipped yeah. in the end zone. He and does he the cheetah the, thing yeah, all the time. The sign. That was like, and usually I would be like, that's a dumb penalty to take in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But like, that was totally worth it. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh, that, that was great. They gotta put that picture like the Louvre. I mean, talk about, I mean, I already said, I mean, this was, there's was a lot of scumbags in the game. There were a lot of scumbags. Tyreek Hill, th- there could be a, there could be a better person to get shown up in the Super Bowl on the, on the biggest stage. Like, I hate that guy. He's horrible. Uh, and yeah, that peace sign that, well, it was funny. I was like, I was like two, like, what is he? And then, and then it clicks and, uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's sick. Uh, yeah. That's sick. But, it's, it's funny. It figures though the Super Bowl in Tampa is the, the, co- the collection of like the, the baskets of the deplorables. Even Patrick Mahomes, I like. But his girlfriend and his brother are so obnoxious by association, I just can't stand like either one. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, yeah, it, it, this is strange. You got Tom Brady sleeping in his daughter's bed. Yeah, I want to get. We'll, we'll we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> that's what I gotta get to after like all the serious football. But yes, that we're yeah, stay I mean, tuned because we're this. Just... Yeah, I mean, like overall though, to wrap it up, I mean, Chiefs. Oh, you know what's very interesting too is that when Von Miller won Super Bowl MVP, he was getting blocked by Mike Remmers. The left tackle for the Panthers, who was on the who's the left tackle for the Chiefs in the well, Super Bowl. I think he's getting, man's getting killed out there. That 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 game should have increased Deshaun Watson's value because it's like, hey, I've been playing with no O line all year, and I did more than he did. Yeah, exactly. I don't have Tyree exactly. On my team. He's like, I'm throwing, throwing a, a bum ass throwing David a Randall Johnson. Cobb, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that's that's fact. I mean, yeah, it was which like, is why, uh, and this is not a not, like Patrick. There's nothing he could do. Like as a yeah. quarterback, it's hard when you're getting teed off on, and he is excellent. Like, he's uh-huh. an excellent talent. He threw the ball 30 yards on the field falling down. But yeah. you can't call him the GOAT yet or, like, automatically yeah. crown this man when he has had so much help in his career. And now, all of a sudden, some things are starting to go wrong, and he wasn't able to, you know, he wasn't able yeah. to capitalize. So. Lil dis- uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. Lil dis- he couldn't even put up uh, seven. The, the, streak- no. the streaker got in the end zone before the Chiefs did. That streaker, too. Man, there's so many interesting storylines. What a weird Super Bowl. So that, that you know, did you hear the story about the streaker here? He Wait, put he, he had he, a bet with his friend. Or not with his friend. Him and his friend, uh, they put fifty grand on a prop bet that there would be a streaker during the Super Bowl. So him and his friend, they both went straight. His friend went out first as like a decoy. So he so the security went to him and then he got in the field and he did his streaking thing. And then plus the bail money they paid, they still were able they used like their betting winnings to pay for the bail. And they got out. I think they they won like three hundred forty k or something like that on a fifty k bet. That's a, see. That's that's what we were talking about. Market, because because yeah. Aiden's sister put a bet on someone proposing, one of the players proposing after the game, which I don't think it happened. But that's like a that's like a real life thing. Like that's not you a, could yeah. Like you could influence. That's that. like insider trading. Exactly. 
But all you, oh, but all you got to know is you. Hey, oh, I know the long snapper on the Bucks, and he's gonna propose to his girlfriend. I'll put a hundred G's on it. Yeah. Or some. Hey, something Scotty like Miller, that. tell me what color the Gatorade is. Like friends with <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Hit him up on Twitter. Yeah, literally. It's like that. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um. Yeah, so we got that. Halftime show. What did you think of the halftime show? I had to rewatch it this morning because I, I couldn't hear it when we were going yeah, through that's it. Yeah, that's true. I heard an interesting theory. Oh, I just got to pull this thing. Well, tell me what you thought of it first. I'll I thought it was this. good. I thought it was very good. I mean, I, I felt a little bad for the weekend because, A, he's not like, no one's ever made the statement that he's, uh, you know, like an entertainer. You know, right. he's a phenomenal music artist, but he's never really been an entertainer. Uh, and so I think, I mean, when you look at the top two Super Bowl performances, I think the top two, in my opinion, were Jay-Z, Jay-Z, J-Lo, J-Lo, and uh, Shakira, and that, that was up there, and then Beyonce uh, in 2015. I thought she, she, and then I believe Bruno Mars made a brief appearance. I think that was good because they're entertainers. No one ever has been like, oh, like they got bangers up the wazoo. No, it's just like they're entertainers and they're fun songs. Whereas, I mean, The Weeknd, like, I don't know, he... It, it, the other thing, too, is it's hard, like, he's not performing for fans. He's performing for the camera. Yeah. Because there weren't that many people there. And they I, I thought it was interesting. Out. I, and I, do I, like I liked It was short, but I liked it. Here's a... So I, I heard this theory. Because uh, it was kind of interesting, just like the way they, it gave me some like the us vibes. Like, yeah, like, yeah, the mask yeah, and the red. yeah. So this is someone I saw on Facebook: angel falling from heaven, everyone dressed in red and black clothes, city full of tombstones, black gloves, red eyes, fallen angel, only one standing at the end of the group of mass zombies falls dead. The Super Bowl halftime show is literally a demonic se uh, sequence watched by the whole world. Very similar to the Olympics 2012 ceremony. What? Yeah. Who said that? So, so I saw this on Facebook. <laughs> but look, like, it kind of like, I thought it was crazy. What? But the that beginning, doesn't make any sense. No, it was weird. But like, no. the, the beginning is literally like, someone comes like lowering down, like supposedly looking like some like angel or whatever, and they have the funny mask. He's wearing the Do you know gloves. what the, fun, the mask thing is? For the COVID, probably. No, no. He did the thing in um, one of his music videos where he got the, pl the fake plastic surgery. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And they take it yes. off and you bandage someone's face after you have surgery on your face. There you go. Not, that not, was a, the not thing. a dynamic uh, seance. I, uh, I, I don't think it was. Of all the things, I don't think it was it. It was a little short, but I don't think it was demonic. I don't think so. But I think It's an artist being creative. It's an he interesting was right theory about <laughs> there, I guess. But yeah, it was for, uh, I think, Save Your Tears or In Your Eyes. One of those two songs. He had a music video. Their yeah, marching was not very good. As a former marching band oh uh, person, that one guy, I was watching, there's some lines that weren't quite uh, in step. Just saying. The lines were a little, sh the rows were shaky. It had the good meme, though, yeah, where he's like stumbling around. Yeah, that is Ryan Pace trying yeah. to find a quarterback. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes trying to find an open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, all right. Last thing, all right, we, we alluded to this earlier, I'm, so I'm glad we, we will bring it back up again. So we had. James Palmer, excellent NFL. It, it wasn't just him though; it was multiple people. Right? No, yeah, a lot of people. So, like, he had this quote uh, that and Tom Brady actually said this, uh, but it's it kind of funny. We thought we'd share it with you. Tom Brady said he slept in his daughter's bed last night. He said his bed has five nieces, and he's. He said his bed has five nieces and nephews in his bed. Laughed and said he got about two hours of sleep. 
Well, naturally, when you have the Tom Brady kissing his son video, it's strange. People are gonna hear that and be like, "Well, one, it sounds it's not it's a strange quote, and it like sounds weird because especially when you have the connotations like there's already the jokes like, "Oh, Tom Brady loves his son yeah, a little too much." His, yeah. That video is weird. He has a shirt off, and the kid looks very young. Whatever. Strange. It's a strange Rit quote. I, I, it's but this man, James Palmer, has the nerve to be like, oh, Twitter's so immature. They look at them. He said that? He, his, one of his tweets later was like, look at the reactions to this tweet. It's so immature. Like, some, the shake in my head and, like, the face palm of me. It's, yeah, like, it's like, what I, do you I, expect? I don't know. Like, you know what you were doing. That's the reaction you wanted. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've heard of the kids sleeping in the parents' bed. Yeah. When, like, there's a thunderstorm or something like that or, like, a bad nightmare. But, like... He's sleeping in his daughter's bed and five nieces and nephews in his bed. I I think, first of all, rich people are weird. They're super weird. I mean, you yeah, look at a lot weird. of celebrities, like... Just Elon like Musk, rich, he's got a screw loose. Yeah, like, Kardashians, it's like, it's like, it's like weird. They're, they're strange. And then you get, uh, you put that on top of, like, this, like, random tweet where it's like... Because uh, you're reading that, you're like, I don't know how I'm supposed to take it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't like... like yeah, it's not a. It's, yeah, like you said, like if people sleep, if the kids sleep in their parents' bed, it's whatever. It happens. But like, it's a weird thing to. That's bring very up. strange. It's this is a little strange. There's some questions. Going so yeah, on. you know, inclusion. Chiefs O line bad. Yes. Chiefs secondary bad. Yes. Patrick Mahomes. All right. Yep. Bucks O line very good. Yep. Bucks D line very good. Yep. Uh, Tom Brady was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. He was yeah, good. Yeah, we we'll give him credit. Yeah. We're not. I, I will say, like, uh, we didn't want to give Tom Brady too much credit because everyone else is already doing that yeah. for him, but he does deserve a lot of credit. That's honestly... Hey, his first year with a new team, he win a Super Bowl like that. I don't care who's your roster. It wasn't a stacked team. Yes, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Like, that, that's the one thing... Yeah, that, that's the one thing, though, that, like, you know, like, I, I'm i a I'm Broncos fan, you know, we played Tom... Like, you know, we had the Peyton Manning-Tom Brady hole. Yeah. Uh, like, rivalry kind of deal. Um... And, like, I just, I feel like Tom Brady would just be, he has two things that, like, just makes people hate him. It's the the cheating stuff with the Patriots, blah, 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 the flag lace, spygate, et cetera, et cetera. And then just, like, he's had so many good teams, and he just gets all the credit. You know what I mean? And it's just annoying. And I saw, like... Well, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick got a lot of credit with those Patriots teams. That is and fair. I think now people are kind of seeing, like... Mm, this might be more Tom Brady than it was Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like we said with the, I don't know when we were talking about it. Whenever they beat the uh, Packers, I think. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't. No, I, my Bill Belichick stock is still up there. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just saw, Bill I just Belichick saw. Stock, there, there's a lot of videos that were saying. I mean, I saw a video that they're saying the two biggest reasons the Bucks won this game was Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. No, I'm like, I those are two give... of the top five reasons. Tom Brady, like, basically was coach. Like, Bruce Aarons even said, I just started letting Tom coach the team, yeah. and then we turned things around. So I'm not giving so what Bruce Aarons. Like, if you had to pick one group, what would you think was the biggest factor for the Bucks winning the Super Bowl? Number one would be Tom Brady. Number two was the way the defense. Can I do the defensive unit as a whole, or do I have to do, like, the one group yeah, on the Yeah, I don't do, like, one group. All right, we'll go Tom Brady, number one. Defensive line, number two. Um, slash Todd Bowles, maybe. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll give him, we'll throw him in there. 
And then I would say their offensive, uh, their offensive weapons, the offensive line, number three, and they yeah. mix in those weapons, I guess, with them. Because like, that's an insane arsenal that he has there. Yeah, oh, it really is. I, I, I would say I think the biggest reason the Bucks won this game was their D line. I'm not gonna lie. I just think that they they went against Pat Mahomes, who's so good. I mean, the dudes. How many how many touchdowns has he thrown? He's thrown like thirty five this year. I think. Yeah, thirty eight. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, he got a crazy amount of touchdowns. Uh, and they they the, like. He didn't even he didn't even score one this game. They just kicked field, three field goals. I think we saw these concerns too with their like late the regular season. Yes. Yeah, they made the Super Bowl, so it's not like they're a bad team. It's not. Yeah, they won one game, didn't they? Two game. Oh, they they they, they won they, one competitive game because the, uh, the second game they lost, they like rested everyone. Yeah, they just lost to the Raiders yeah. that one time. I mean, yeah, it's where it's like, and then Todd Bowles just like, and it's also like you could tell. I feel like Dominican Sushak, Barrett Vita Vea. They're like, yeah, we know this Chiefs line is like low key not very good. It just gets glossed over, so we're gonna kill them all night long. And, and the game they played in Tampa during the regular season, I think that game helped. The one it helped the Patriots a lot more because they got blown out in the first half, and they were very close to winning that game. So Tom Brady seeing a defense for the second time, I yeah. think, is a big edge over Patrick Mahomes seeing a defense for the second time. Yeah, just from the because Patrick Mahomes is so talented, he, he can get away with it. like Tom Brady has to be almost like studious and know how to read yeah. defense, and yeah. pick you apart like that. Um, anyway, we'll we'll move on uh, from the Super Bowl. Trevor Bauer, he signed with the LA yeah. Dodgers after trolling the Mets and then he uh, had his uh, he I would have gone to the Mets. He should have gone to the Mets. He should have gone to the Mets. That's such a weak move. It's such a Especially like the the multi-year deal too. Yeah. So that was his friend gets to shoot him in the nuts with a paintball gun. Yeah? Yeah, he, he does. Made he better hold that. Yeah, I, I Yeah. And it's like I mean, just remind the my first reaction was Wow, when the Cubs got good in 2014-15, I'm really glad the Dodgers weren't this good. Yeah. Because that would have made things much more difficult. Imagine the Padres. And I'm just putting it as a White Sox fan because, like, hey, well, at least we're not in the same or yeah, league yeah. as them, so we can still make the World Series. Anything can happen. But, like, the Padres, they're, like, the same track the White Sox are. Where they're just getting good. They're all excited. They added a, uh, Blake Snell you this Darvish. offseason. They added you Darvish. Like, we're ready. And the Dodgers, who are like basically even with them at that point, they're, they're like, <laughs> good well, one, let's guys. Let's add Trevor Bauer. Because yeah. I was, I did a uh, power rankings for um, uh, Southside Showdown, oh, yeah. where I had to rank the test, ten best rotations uh, in baseball after the the trade, and I had the Dodgers at number two already. This yeah. is without Trevor Bauer. Number two. Who was your league. number one? I had the Padres number yeah, one. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, Trevor Bauer now to the second best rotation in baseball Sheesh. with a lineup that I think slightly better than him. It's like, look out. Oh, my God. Dude, that's like, so I, yeah, I don't, like, they, they just, they literally, every year they have, like, one or two guys out of their farm system that are super good on top of, like, a big time like free agent. Like, That's what makes guys. them such a great organization too, because like they're like the Yankees where they can spend money, but yet they're still able to keep a good farm system. Yeah. I do not understand how they do it. But damn it, they do. Yeah. That's sure. gonna be tough. The I mean the NL, I mean who 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 is in the um the semis? Was it the Braves? Yeah. I don't I they got, the, got Marcelo Zuna back. So ooh, yeah, if the Braves and Dodgers played right now in best seven, Eesh. five at best. Yeah. Like, you know what I That's, mean? Like, it was already pretty... I mean, like, it was one of the... They had, in the semis last year, they had, it was already one of those things where it's like the Braves got a couple... I mean, did it go to six? I believe so, yeah. They got a couple games off, but it was like, they're not winning this. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you had pretty... You're pretty confident in the Dodgers the whole way, and now on... Woo! 
That's a, that's that's going to be a very difficult team to beat. That's a lot of money to pay Trevor Bauer, and I guess they can afford it. They're in a situation where if like a bad contract's probably not going to hurt him. That's a lot of money. He's making more than three teams' payrolls, entire yeah. payrolls, in baseball. and he can opt out too if he wants to. Which he, he will. It, I yeah. think he will after the second. There's no way he's playing his whole contract there. I think he puts together one good season and he'll be fine. Gets his uh, yeah, gets his gets ring. His ring. Yeah. I don't, see. To me though, with Trevor Bauer. This is what's frustrating. And I get I like the fact he's trying to grow the game. Like he's creating a brand. And that's all fine and well. But he's had two what? Two really good seasons. Like people act like he's the best pitcher in baseball. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was on the Indians and he was like back at he, he was, was like an all-star. He was pretty he good. Was like a three, yeah. three in he could they had, they had Kluber and they had another guy, and then I think it was him. Yeah. Uh, Shane Bieber was very good. I mean, he was still up and coming. Yeah, uh, but uh, he's pretty young back then. I just because remember... I remember watching with the White Sox, like the, the World Series against the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. He gave up that bomb to uh, Chris, Chris Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, that like really. And he yeah. was just like an okay fourth starter. And then his last like year there, he was he's I, I give him that he was pitching good like his second to last year there, and then he got hurt. And I was at the game, he got hurt. Jose Abreu hit a shot right off of his leg, which that that kind of looked like it sucked. Um, yeah. So yeah, he gets hurt, comes back. Okay, they trade him to the Reds. He was really good with the Reds. And he was really good with the Reds, but that was for a shortened season. So, yeah, like, are you really going to put that much? Did he, he did, yeah. yeah he, he won the Cy Young this year, and he was excellent this year. And as he, he's a good pitcher, but is he worth what they're paying him? I yeah, that's what's, so, yeah, that's what's so frustrating. Is it worth what they're paying him? Maybe, maybe not. Dodgers, I, they don't care. Yeah, it's true. They don't care. They're like, whatever. We got him here, and we're going to add him to, what, Walker Bueller and that redhead kid and... I all, think all the whole pictures. All, what all that came out with the Mets because they had Mickey Calloway, their former manager, there that came out that he was harassing female reporters yeah. and the GM. Obviously, he was uh, cringy and kind of disgust. I, yeah, very, we very, it. yeah. That, that, that was if you look up that, uh, you don't know what we're talking about. Um, I think that might have had something to do with it. He's like, eh, do I really want to go to the Mets right now? Yeah. And his his agent Rachel Luba, obviously uh, up and coming. Uh, agent in baseball, so like, I think you know, doesn't help uh, the bad, bad PR move. If they you go to the Mets, they're trying to ward off some. Yeah. And then the owner yeah. has uh, he's got some Steve stock Cohen. problems. Yeah, um, yeah, Dogecoin. He's against the Dogecoin. No, I don't even know. Yeah, I think he was one of the saps that got. Bad. He lost a bunch of money from. The, no, his friend lost a bunch of money, and then he was kind of a little bit defending him, and uh, he just kind of got eaten alive by the internet and got his Twitter. So there you go. Twitter. There's a lot of hostility uh, in New yeah. York right now. So I mean, if I'm him though, man, like he should have came to the White Sox. The food's much better. <laughs> you don't have to deal in with LA. the bad traffic. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's traffic, LA. but it's not LA traffic. It is LA though. Summer in Chicago. There's nothing there. That is true. You like LA all year round. Yeah, he would. He's not gonna LA. be here when it's what? Let me check the temperature. Probably like what? Twelve degrees. Low is six. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, and no, all here. year round, I'll take LA. <laughs> Summer, no better city. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. The, the, if he would have made the, he would have made the White Sox insanely good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well. It happens. Let's talk a little NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't talked NBA in a while. I uh, forgot, uh, you know, they're going on. But who, uh, who do you like so far? Who do you not like? Hey, there's been a lot of up. There's been some good NBA games this year. There have. There's been a lot of really good ones, and I, I think they've done a really good job. Uh, I think the Sixers are playing really well. I think they're yeah. a super underrated team. Joel Embiid's playing really well. Uh, another really fun team right now to watch is uh, the the Nuggets. They're 12 and 11, but Nikolai Jokic is playing really well. Um, I also like the Suns. I think the Lakers are repeating, though. 
I don't see the Nets. The Nets and Clippers stand a really good chance. I think the the Clippers are are yeah. benefiting off of. They're not the new cool team. It's the Nets now, so they kind of have don't have that media scrutiny over them. But uh, I think the Lakers, man, their depth. The Lakers is insane. when they're playing their best ball, I think they are. I think they're starting to get. There's been the last two games especially. They look a little fatigued. And I'm worried that they're going to... That's that's something that concerns me a little bit. Because they played Oklahoma City last night, went to overtime. That game should not have went to overtime. They were losing most of the fourth quarter there. Like, it was, they were very close to loss. The night before, a double overtime against the Pistons. That's a team you should be... That game should not have been close. Uh, they were missing Blake Griffin, too, that game, I believe. And they still went to overtime. So that's a little concerning the way they're playing right now. I'll tell you the team that I kind of like. I don't think the Sixers are legit. I think... They're you know they're fun right now. I don't see them winning, and the, they're like the Celtics from a couple years ago. Yeah, the Celtics are yeah. one seed with Isaiah Thomas. Uh, the Nets are starting to concern me. I still don't like the lack of a big man, so I'd give the slight edge to LA just because of Anthony Davis inside. But uh, their big three is starting to figure out how to play together. I think James Harden uh, he's doing a really good job distributing. Yeah, they're, like they're, it's working. Assists a game. He's the only player in the NBA averaging double digit assists right now. And I Harden. don't like this team. But they are really fun to watch. I yeah. love watching them. I hate Rudy for them. Yeah. No, I agree. I just think that well, they did the the two the last two OT games have been a little tough, but uh, they weren't without Anthony. They were without Anthony Davis. I just think their depth is so good. When they got Wes Matthews, Taylor Horton Tucker. I mean, Devin Schroeder. I mean, that's that's highway robbery. Where did Horton Tucker come from? Because he's, he's, he's been balling he's a out. Like, who the hell is this guy? He's a nineteen-year-old kid from the G League. Is he real? Okay. Yeah. I thought he's, it like I never young. heard of this guy. Yeah, and like three games in a row, he's like lighting up the box score. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Well, he dropped like, I, it was like forty some in a preseason game. And everyone's like, this guy looks pretty good. I've never seen. I mean, he, he's a 19 year old who looks like he's 24. If I'm showing my NBA knowledge right now, and I have been following it this year, like I know my way around the league. I thought it was like some old veteran they picked yeah. up, and I just like forgot, like had no idea who he was. He was like yeah. playing on the the yeah. Pistons for like four years. Like, oh, this guy's pretty <laughs> like good. Like a Luke and Artist. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, no, yeah, he's he's out of the G League. Uh, I don't I don't even know if he went to college. I honestly can't can't even remember. But yeah, I mean the, the Lakers depth is so good, and I think that they their offense has been so efficient. LeBron James is averaging. 34 minutes per game, which is like the least of his career right now, and it's still more than like Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo. Like he's averaging more minutes than like a bunch of like young stars. And I mean, last night he dropped what 28 points, 14 assists, 12 rebounds, two blocks, two steals. The one guy I would like to see step it up a little bit is um, Anthony Davis. I think he's they're not he's not taking yeah. enough shots. I'd like to see him be more uh, assertive inside. LeBron's taking a lot more shots. LeBron's having one of the best seasons of his career, but uh, I, Anthony Davis is gonna have to start finding a rhythm because once yeah. he, he's, I think he's only averaging like 17 points a game or yeah. something like that. So you got to take well, a little, a couple more shots. It's really funny. Draymond Green was on a podcast earlier, and he was saying um, he was talking about an anonymous player who uh, he said he's like, this is the most out of shape I've ever seen this guy in his career, and he said it wasn't Luka Doncic. And it wasn't Jokic, and everyone's like assume. Every, the, the the general consensus was that he's talking about Anthony Davis, um, and he was talking about how he's just in, insanely out of shape, and how that would it, make sense. Yeah, because he's talking about how the the synonymous player that he's talking to said that uh, the bubble took a big toll and like you know it was really hard with the offices, which I totally understand. I mean, yeah, it's 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 hard to 
finish a season in a bubble. Especially because he's not used to playing that deep in the season. Yeah, that's and then, and then Yeah, and then they're like, all right, congratulations on being NBA champs. You're playing the Kings in a month. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me? I only got to play that All-Star game, too. I don't know that is horrible. I'm, I'm not going to... Um, Unless the NBA has plans, which I don't think they do, to go to a bubble for the All-Star game and then just, like, ride some some quarantine stuff out like that, I think the, the All-Star game is so incredibly dumb. Yeah. I, no one really, like, no one, like, needs it. Even in, without all stars, But, like, give them their days off. It's like, yeah. 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 Yeah, and, like, the, I mean, you saw the NFL Pro Bowl. I mean, I don't, they did, like, some Madden. And yeah, like, I didn't even watch. Did, any, I watched the, did anyone care that they missed out? No. No, I never watched it live. I saw some clips on YouTube that were kind of funny just because they were talking trash, but they're not going to, I don't know. It's not yeah. Gonna be... It's like, look, dude, like, I, I can tell you what, sports are already, like, not a massive priority right now, and something that's even less of a priority is those sports all-star games. We don't True. care. We don't care. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, that's, that's all I got. I I think, yeah, I'm putting money on it now. I think the Lakers, Lakers are going to repeat. I like them now, too. Little too early to say, but yeah, that was my preseason pick. I'd still stay. I'm gonna uh, this year. I'm sticking with it. Because yeah, I said you, that. Yeah. I, I said the Lakers were gonna win it all last year before the season, and then I switched it like a dumbass. That's so I lost half my credibility. But like, my initial instinct was right. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Pacers. I'm gonna the win. Pacers. Yeah. Hey, Pacers watch out! Watch team. out for the Wizards second half of the season. You, you know what though? I will say this. Uh, we get, uh, this is John Wall related, not Wizards related. The Houston Rockets are kind of fun to watch now too. They're a solid team. Yeah, they are. I think they're, they're not gonna, a threat. They're gonna, they're gonna blow it up. I think. There's a bunch of those mini teams that I really enjoy watching. Like I'll, yeah. I'll give you like Golden State. Is fun. fun to watch. Well, they're not great, but they're always uh, competitive. James Wiseman, that dude's legit. He is. He's been hurt the last couple games. That's yeah. hurt him. Uh, I really like watching John Moran and the Grizzlies. Yeah. Another team that's like playing pretty well. The Suns. The Suns. Devin really Booker, like. Chris Paul. I mean, they're fourth in the West right now. The Rockets. I like the Hornets. I love watching. Lonzo the Hornets Ball are a so fun good. team now. Lonzo too. Ball's Lonzo or. Lamelo Ball, Lamello not Ball. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is trash. No. Lamelo Ball is very, very good. I, think I he's like his be... game. Yeah, he's, yeah. And he's starting to find his jump shot now. He made six three pointers last night. So once once he figures that out. Yeah. No, there's good. There's a lot of. I, yeah, that's what's super fun about it right now is that like every night there's like a couple games that are gonna go down to the wires. I mean, even like the Bulls, they're a fun team to watch now. Yeah, the Bulls they're, have been they competitive. play competitive. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's super fun. I think uh, it's been one of the better seasons I can remember in NBA history, and like it feels like the Lakers are gonna win, but like it's not a foregone. Despite all the super teams, yeah, yeah, and you would think even with the Nets, like it's a foregone conclusion. They have three of the best players in the league. Yeah, still like I mean anyone's guess right now. Yeah, so. yeah, but uh, yeah, go uh, good, good. You know, I'm on it on my final note. Shaq Barrett, I love Shaq Barrett for the Buccaneers, former Bronco. People forget that the Broncos won 2015 uh, Super Bowl, and uh, he's still balling out. Good for him. And Dominican Sue and Levante David, shout out Nebraska Cornhuskers who balled out. So yeah, you know we don't play, play well on the college uh, stage, but uh, at least they graduate to the NFL and they play. And they make they good uh, like fullbacks and D linemen. Yes, so. Andy Janovich. Andy Janovich. Well, they also we also have Lamar Jackson who got burned on the uh, the deep ball from the Raiders, the infamous double move with the Jets. Oh yeah, uh, that Rugs. was a tough one. That was yeah. a tough one, but uh, yeah. But he's in the NFL and he's trying. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's sad though. No more NFL. This this was a great season. I think they did a really good job. I, I, it's very interesting. You know, they're like, oh yes, yes. You know, we played every single game. And it's like, well, 
I did watch Kendall Hinton start a game for my football team. And we so watched I, games on Wednesdays. Yeah. They so was, I don't want to give them too much credit. They did pull it off, though. So I'll, I'll say props to the NFL. But uh, a Wake Forest punt returner who hasn't thrown a pass since 2015 had to start a game for my pro football team. So that kind of sucked. But, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of fun Mr. moments. Based on Mr. Bisky. We're going to get Carson Wentz, though. And Carson Wentz is oh, going to yeah. turn this thing this around. Gonna be, this offseason... A lot, a lot of quarterbacks. A lot of, a lot of things are going to go down. I think we're. I think this will be a fun NFL offseason. If the Bears get Carson Wentz, buckle up. This is going to be bad. It's going to be it's great. Be bad. No, all right. We can't let him get started on Carson Wentz. We'll wrap it up there. <laughs> oh no, he's already got a look on his face. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with some more <laughs> sports-related news slash Tom Brady sleeping in his kid's bed news. Uh yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. You know, Doug Peterson really screwed Carson. <laughs>